Want to be part of the Morning Blitz? Don't fight it. Tell me how you really feel. Send your thoughts to our text line at 785-899-2222. The quote of the break was uh, Christian Peck Dimmitt saying, if you can't get me to watch the WNBA, then what are you doing? <laughs> it's true, it right? True. If, it makes me laugh because it is so listeners true. Listeners may feel that they don't know me very well because they've <laughs> only heard two or three things about me. But no, that's just my whole personality. If you can't get me to watch basketball in the summer when it is the only basketball on, you may have marketed it wrong. And I what, think it's all do, of the comparisons. Real quickly, what do you watch in the summer? Because I don't see you as being really a baseball guy. No, uh, though, I'm trying very hard to get into baseball uh, for one reason or another. So this season I will be full-blown uh, watching a whole bunch of MLB games. Uh, I do some playing of basketball, which is uh, a stretch. I don't think you could call it playing uh, when you see me. For as much as I play, I'm not very good. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what I do in the summer. Uh, the, you don't they've know done such a great job. The they've, d- they've s- done such a great job with all of the other leagues, uh, that they've marketed to them and stretched them out such that you don't really have to wait very long to get, oh, suddenly the combines around. Suddenly you've got, uh, the, the draft. Suddenly you've got the NBA draft. Suddenly you've got all of that stuff. And then it's summer league and then it's preseason and it's this and it's that and it's the next thing. And that's another thing where they just haven't made it a year round league. I mean, you basically, if you watch the NBA, you have like a month or six weeks of no basketball all year. Like that's it that you have to fill and it's the WNBA hasn't done that. I think part of that is they continually compare themselves to the men's game. Why can't we get as much money as the men? Why can't we get as much revenue shared as the men? Why can't we get the same ad deals as the men? Why don't we get watched the same as the men? And I think when you stop comparing yourself to that league because you're always going to be, like it or not, on a step below them, as soon as you stop comparing them, and just make it your own game, I think you're going to have a little bit more success. But, hey, I'm not in their marketing department, and that's up to them. Moving on, uh, thank you to Tracy and Mike for chiming in during the break. They are winners from the Kansas Lottery. They'll have their uh, ex-Cash Blitz Insta tickets coming their way shortly. High school hoops tonight, like I mentioned right off the bat of the show, for some schools it's the final game of the regular season. For other schools, it's the second to last depending on how the schedule all breaks down. Some of these games tonight include Wallace County hosting Wichita County, Weskin hosting Western Plains Healy, Rollins County hosting Dighton, Shylin visits Logan Palco, Golden Plains is at Northern Valley, uh, Wheatland Grinnell hosts Tri-Plains Brewster, St. Francis will host Greeley County, Decatur Community hosts Quinter, Hoxie at Peaburg tonight. And then you've got a couple of GWAC League matchups between Goodland going to Cimarron, sorry, Colby going to Cimarron, and Goodland visiting Ulysses tonight, uh, which, of course, coverage here on 102.5 U-Rock and, of course, 100 points of the ride, Colby and Cimarron. What can you tell us? What are some of the quick highlight points on this Colby-Cimarron game here, Christian? What are you, what are you seeing tonight? Uh, really, when you, from my perspective, just from what I've seen on both teams, I would expect Colby to be able to take care of business on both sides and, and pick up a couple of wins, I would think, barring just some freak thing happening. Yeah, I think... Uh... You know, I never sugarcoat it. 
uh, for the Eagles, or I like not to, and uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for their opponents either. This is on paper uh, a couple of wins for the le- the Lady Eagles, and then the Eagles in turn. Obviously, Cimarron on the girls' side having a pretty poor down year after what was an incredible year, of course, last year. I wasn't here for it, but I mean. Everything that I've seen and heard, uh, a great, great ball club a year ago. Uh, And now in a little bit of a rebuilding phase, they've got some real young girls. And um, uh, from what I've heard, they play great defensively. Uh, They play very hard on that side of the basketball, but the offense just hasn't caught up. Of course, they graduated uh, six seniors from a year ago, and... Uh, are getting better over the course of the year. They're two and three in their last five games, uh, which might not scream great to with four wins uh, total on the year. That's certainly an improvement as the season has gone on. Uh, and I think the the Lady Eagles should walk here to a win. The boys uh, have been in a little bit longer of a rebuild. Their last winning season was back in 1617 uh, on the Cimarron side. And yeah, realistically, it should be two wins for the Eagles and the Lady Eagles. I think it's the one thing I'll be kind of side-eyeing at or making sure to follow is on the boys' side, they're a little banged up. Guy Tubbs isn't at 100%, uh, and I guess he's still going to you know, play tonight, or at least that's the way he told me, the way he made it sound to me, but... Uh, realistically, the one thing I'll look for is can the Eagles jump out to a nice lead and then have Guy rest and not really have to uh, test that injury at all, and that would be a good thing. But, yeah, going down to Cimarron and your last road game of the year before a home matchup with Peberg on Tuesday, which is senior night for both teams but only really for the boys because they have uh, Taden Fiken on the boys' team as their senior, and the girls do not have a senior on the roster, so I'm not super worried about a trap game because there's not a ton of emotion involved on Tuesday night, especially on the girls' side. But, hey, you know, anything can happen. It's all between those white lines and should still be, uh, if you're an Eagles fan, a pretty entertaining game, if nothing else, if maybe not as down to the wire as what the boys have showed you the last couple of ball games. Yeah, I would think that you should be able to take care of your business on both sides, boys and girls, tonight, I would think. Um, Cimarron does have a pretty good point guard, Trace Copper. Um, and I guess if, if they got hot from three on their home gym, you never know. I mean, that's the one thing. If you can get hot on your home floor, you know, and shots start going in and the other team can't Anything hit much, can you never know what could happen. So, but uh, yeah, you're probably, you're exactly right, especially dealing with some late season injuries. If you could really get off to a fast start and then kind of rest some people. Uh, and 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 get some other guys, some especially on the guy side, some other guys a little bit more experience. Really good, uh, be a good game to do that. So, Christian will have coverage of that doubleheader. Colby on the road at Cimarron today, 100.3 the ride, 5:40 Central Time pregame. 5:40 on 100.3 the ride. You can catch that. I will be down in Ulysses, where the Goodland Cowboys and Cowgirls take on the Ulysses Tigers tonight. It's Senior Night for the Tigers. And I, I just want to first and foremost give a huge shout out to just Ulysses basketball. Ulysses Tiger basketball, both boys and girls, has not been good for, geez, probably the last three to four years, maybe even more in some cases. It's been really bad. And I'm not saying that Ulysses is a world beater, uh, pro, world beating programs this year. 
but they're much improved. And I got to give a huge shout out to their to their coaches, Aubrey Marshall, the women's coach, and Matt Cox. They've done a great job building these programs up. Just for an example, the Ulysses girls, for those who haven't followed along, they had lost over 40 games in a row. Like they had gone 40 games plus without a win. Now, I want that's that's there's an asterisk next to that. Because they got a forfeit victory last year to avoid so to go to avoid going over, they went one in nineteen. But that was a, that was a forfeit game. They really they had gone over forty plus games without a true win, where they actually beat a team on the scoreboard officially in a game over for over a you know thirty two minute span. They got that done this year. They had gone over five years. Without a GWAC league win, that actually counted. As in, you know, it's the second time you play an opponent, it counts. The first time, it's just a regular season game. No, yeah, but they had gone over five years that win. They got all that done this year. So, congrats. And Chloe Curl is a very much improved player for them. And so, Ulysses, a huge shout-out to Aubrey Marshall and the girls' program. And they're still really young. They're playing a ton of underclassmen. So, give a lot of credit to them. They're an improved team. And on the men's side, you kind of saw it last year. It's been a slow build underneath Matt Cox, who I have a ton of respect for because I feel like they've slowly built that program up. You know, they had just a couple wins in his first season. They get to five last year, and they have eight already this year. And they have some really nice pieces. You know, Denzel Mendez is a good player, and uh, they've got a lot of other really good, solid players on that team. So I give a lot of respect. I have a lot of respect for Ulysses and their coaches and the kids and what they've done to build this their programs back up because it has been some really thin years down there in Ulysses when it comes to the wins. Very thin. And so credit to the kids, credit to the coaches on being improved is, is improved. I, I I would consider the girls, the Ulysses girls, maybe the one of the most improved teams in the state of Kansas. And they only have four wins, but that's where they were. So it's a big deal. I, I I just give them a ton of credit. Now, with that being said, if you're Goodland, you should be able to go down there, and if you play to your capabilities, you should be able to get a double-digit point win. Probably. that That's how it's got to be. If you don't horse around, if you go down there and you do what you do and you take care of your business, you should pick up a couple of wins. Simple as that. The, the, Ulysses really has one girl that can that, that's, that's pretty talented. They have another girl that's okay. But they got one that's pretty solid. And other than that, you should be able to kind of, and Jackson McChick should be able to kind of take care of her, I would think. And then on the and then on the boys' side, they have a good point guard, and they have uh some of the, some decent sized guys down low, a couple of nice post players and Navaretti and and Isak. But you know, I don't think there's anything if the Cowboys go down there and take care of their business, they should be able to to get a win tonight. Now, I will say, I got to give you Ulysses boys a lot of credit. They may only be eight and eleven, but they are six and one at home. Their first loss of the season at home came just this last time against Hugetson, who we all know how good Hugetson is. So this is a this is a very good uh, this is a good team, very good team at home, and on their senior night, which you know will add a little bit more emotion and and some stuff for that. So you need to be prepared if you're Goodland. Uh, it, I, I like the way that head coach Bill Behrman said it. You know, he goes, I like these last couple of games that we have because we're playing teams that, you know, they may not be world beaters, but they're teams that if you don't play well, they can beat you. So you better be prepared. And and that's that's the way it is tonight. You gotta be prepared. You gotta go play your you gotta play good basketball to get wins on the road in the league. And tonight's a good chance to do that. If you go out and you take care of your business, you should be able to get wins. But if you want to horse around, you could end up losing. So that's what's that's what tonight's all about. It's about going on the road and taking care of business for Goodland.
go around the road and take care of business. So I like that. Hey, same line for Colby as well. So, yeah, and I believe the, you know, list, I think you list the girls. I think they've won four of their last eight. Texter uh, chiming in. Texter Bill. Coach Beerman, thank you for chiming in. Yeah, won four of their last eight. Yes. <laughs> They're they're good. They're improved. This is this is not the same Ulysses team that we we've known the last three four years. Boys and girls alike, they're improved. This is not a. These are not just oh we're gonna roll up the ball on the floor and let's go play and we'll make a bucket and we'll win. No, that's not the way it is. It's not the way it is. Gonna have to earn it. All right, so there you go. That's high school hoops tonight. Once again, coverage four forty Mountain Time on one zero two five Rock. Coverage from Ulysses Goodland at Ulysses. Have you been to Ulysses yet? Uh, I actually have not. Yeah, big gym, big gym, lots of room, lots of room around the outside. Big gym there in Ulysses. All right, let's get to a break. When we come back, uh, quickly some thoughts on college basketball. uh, And also in the walk-off, it's Ross's favorite time. One of his favorite times of year begins here on this Friday. So we'll get to that next here on the Morning Blitz.